On this prequel episode, we've got patron shoutouts, our Ramona and Beezus fan polls, and we're previewing First Blood. Hello and welcome back to another prequel episode of This Film Is Lit, podcast where we talk about movies that are based on books. This should be a nice, quick, short prequel episode. Don't have a learn anything segment this week. Uh, we're both a little busy currently with some work and all that good, fun stuff. So we didn't get to a learning thing segment, but it will return. Do not fret. But we do have one new patron. And that new patron is an Academy Award-level patron. And their name is Eli Youngs. I assume Eli. Ellie is usually with an E, right? Ellie is usually two L's and yeah. two L's with it, yeah. So I'm assuming Eli Youngs. Uh, I I always snoop on our new patrons to see if they support anybody else. Uh, they come to us from the opening arguments, philosophers in space community. Uh, well, they don't specifically support philosophers in space, but they do support serious inquiries, which is Thomas Smith's other podcast. So, or one of his other podcasts. So I assume they're, they they kick around in that same community. Uh, they're also patrons of Lindsay Ellis, Jenny Nicholson, and ContraPoints. So we're you know kindred spirits. They're in the they're in the same milieu. Is that the right word? Probably not. That we are. Uh, so welcome, Eli Youngs. Thank you for supporting us, and even uh, especially at the Academy Award fifteen dollar level. Just a reminder to Eli. I think I said Ellie, Eli, uh, and any of other $15 patrons who haven't done this yet, you get priority recommendations. So if there's a movie or book, well, it has to be both, but if there's a movie slash book that you would like to hear us talk about, uh, shoot us a message on Patreon with that recommendation and it will move up to the, towards the top of the list. It won't necessarily be the next thing we do, but it will move towards the top of the list. So keep that in mind, Eli and all of our other $15 patrons. And those other $15 patrons are Gratch, Just Gratch, Shelby Suderman, Mr. Nobody, Ellen Page is my hero. can agree with that. She's pretty dope. And Alina Duletkalova. Those are all of our champions who have been with us from the beginning. Well, not all from the very beginning, but a lot of them have. So we uh, we appreciate your support and uh, shout you out like we do every other week. All right, let's go ahead and do our fan poll follow-ups for Ramona and Beezus. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Well, we had more feedback than we did for the Whippet episode. Yeah. Not a ton, but we do have some comments. We have some time. comments, which is fine. It's exciting. Yeah. So on Facebook, we had a grand total of two votes, both for the books. Once again, I think we're in the territory with this and Whippet. These are not particularly widely viewed yeah. movies, which yeah. is generally what we get more votes involved. Uh, probably wide, widely read, at least by most people when they were kids. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why we're not getting as much turnout with these sort of last couple episodes in terms of the polls. But we got two votes, both for the book. So we had a comment on Facebook from Julie, who is actually my aunt, mm-hmm. um, who read the Ramona books to me when I go. was a kid. And she said, loved the movie, but reading the books as a child, I remember powerfully relating to Ramona and sometimes Beezus. Reading them as an adult, they take me right back to that place and time and remind me of what it feels like to be a kid. They hold up as a very emotionally true and still just as fun and funny as ever. The movie was lovely, but nothing can hold a candle to the books. That was very similar to your... Yeah, it was basically my takeaway. Very similar. Thank you very much, Julie. And over on Twitter, we had five votes for the books and two votes for the movie. Uh, movie people did not see fit to defend their choice. I think one of those might have been me. 
and I defended <laughs> it on the episode, so I didn't need this. I, I think I may have voted on I can't remember, but. But we did have a comment from at Harry Poppins. That was me. Sorry. Mute that. <laughs> anyway, um, at Harry Poppins on Twitter said, the books... Nothing will ever beat being a loner child alone in the library, living my best life. <laughs> Sounds like a very Matilda-esque yes. childhood. I'm here for it. Yes. Fantastic. All right. Uh, well, we appreciate everybody who left comments and who voted. Reminder, you can always do that on our, all of our social media, mainly Facebook and Twitter where the polls are, but you'll get directed to it if you follow us on Instagram as well. Let's go ahead and talk about First Blood, the book. John Rambo, a drifter, just passing through their town. Morning! Headed north or south? North. Now jump in. I'll make sure you're heading in the right direction. You got some place I can eat around here? There's a diner about 30 miles up the highway. Is there any law against me getting something here? Yeah, me. First Blood is a 1972 action thriller novel um, by a Canadian American author David Morrill Morrell? Morrill? I think I it's Morrill. Okay. I looked it up and now I've forgotten. Fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, he has mostly written thrillers and horror novels um, but he also published some nonfiction and wrote a few Marvel comics hmm. in the 2010s and 20-teens, but his best-known work is definitely First Blood. Um, Wait, he, what's the difference between 2010s and 20-teens? 2010s is like... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's the same period. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I got, the same thing, I didn't then. know if I knew what the- <laughs> Was it the 2000 aughts and the 2010s? Yeah, I guess that's what I was thinking. I think that's what you were thinking, yeah. Yeah. I know what you were thinking, I think. It's just funny we're reading it. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Those are the same thing. Well, maybe you should read my notes ahead of time. I just, just finished these. Like, that is not true. Okay, you, it wasn't that long ago. Anyway, <laughs> his best known work is definitely First Blood. He also wrote the film novelizations for Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo 3. Yes. I will never be over the titles in this film series. They're fantastic. By the way. They're great. Like, I've, you've seen the memes where people do, like, the Fast and Furious yeah. series. I don't know why we're not doing this one, because it feels so much funnier. I'm sure there is. There must be. It's just not as timely and relevant, you know, anymore. That's but true. Yeah. I, But still, there must be some. Yeah, I'm sure there is. All right. So, Moral or Morel, we don't know. We'll go with Moral. I was moral. just, I didn't know. Uh, stated that he was inspired to write the novel um, after hearing about the experience of his students who had actually fought in Vietnam. Um, he also said he had, was influenced by uh, Jeffrey Household's Rogue Mail, which is another classic thriller novel from 1939, which I have never heard of, mm-hmm. but I don't read a lot of thriller novels. So from the 30s? Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially not from the 30s. <laughs> yeah. And the character's name was also derived in part from the Rambo apple, um, which supposedly his wife brought home a bunch of while he was trying to come up with a name for the character. And then there it was. Yeah, I read that as well. The Rambo apple. I read that as well, which I don't, I've never, 
I have not. Uh, that must be a, maybe a, an older that's fallen out of favor because I've not heard. Yeah, of I've that, never heard of the Rambo apple. That, uh, what is the breed? Not that's not the right word, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Why am I? I know I know what word you're trying to yeah. think of, and I can't think of it either. Well, it's blowing my mind, anyways. But yeah, because I, I just like we went and picked apples uh, last fall, and they had a bunch, dozens of different varieties. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. I've never heard of that variety. I think that's the word I was looking for. Um, but I've never heard of Rambo Apple, so interesting. I don't. Maybe it got uh, rebranded. Yeah, after, maybe after the movies. Yeah, got maybe. Popular. I wonder. If it's like that's that's what a uh, <laughs> that's what a a red lady is now or something. Yeah, a pink lady. They were like, oh, we don't want to associate our apple <laughs> variety with, with this nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And you might have this note too, um, but I felt like it applied. And the DVD commentary for First Blood, um, Morrill also says that one of his inspirations for the character was World War II hero Audie Murphy. Um, who was one of the most decorated American soldiers of the Second World War, uh, received every military combat award for valor that was available, as well as some French and Belgian awards. So so moving into uh, reviews of the book, um, John Scow of Time magazine described the book as carnography, a lovely portmanteau of carnage and pornography, Um, But that negative review appears to be an exception to the rule. Um, The book was generally well-received. It was praised by Newsweek as first-rate, and the New York Times book review called it a fine novel. Um, Another thriller writer, John D. MacDonald, called it one hell of a hard, fast novel. So some glowing praise. Um, Speaking of compliments to books, uh, when Stephen King was teaching creative writing at the University of Maine, he used it as a textbook. So that's pretty neat. Um, And this book has also been translated into 26 different languages. Wow. So lots of different editions. Um, And then my last fun fact here is something that I thought was kind of weird and interesting. So in 2017, there was a prose and anthology called Matchup released that featured short story collaborations between different authors. And there was a story in there that was a collaboration between David Morrill and Gail Linz, who's another American novelist known for spy thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, that collaboration was called Rambo on Their Minds. And it was marketed as being a crossover team up between the character Rambo and Liz, Lynn's character, Liz Sandborough. However, <laughs> the character of Rambo never actually appears in that short story. The plot has several characters who recall their memories of watching the movies from the Rambo film series, and that influenced their actions throughout the story. That's wild. I know. I thought it was kind of like a weird twisty turn <laughs> crossover thing that's some marketing bs right there is what that is <laughs> if i tuned out into a movie that said you know the trailer was like in the team up between you know like if the expendables or whatever the team up of all the sweet action stars but it turns out that like most of them weren't there and it was just one guy <laughs> who was like watching their movies well, it's or like, something it's like, like if 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 they were like oh we're releasing a movie where Batman teams up with the Avengers. Yeah. But then it's actually just the Avengers remembering different Batman movies they yeah, watched. They, that they read, like comics that they <laughs> yeah. read as a kid. 
And like, yeah. I mean, I would still watch that, but... I mean, it'd be interesting, but it is wild that it's not what you're billing, or not yeah. what's on the tin, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Um, just to follow up on the Rambo Apple, it is... Uh, it's not. It, had, it didn't get renamed or anything, uh, and I, I can't find anything on Wikipedia about um, why it fell out of favor, but it says in the article, Little known today, the Rambo was once widely grown, but in a limited geographical range from the mid-Atlantic states west into the middle prairie states. Hmm. In varieties of apples in Ohio, the little old-fashioned Rambo is said to have been found in almost every old orchard in Ohio. It was also found in Oregon and Northern California. Which you see, Oregon would make sense for this, yeah. right? He was on the west, northwest. So that's where it that. takes place. The movie well, the, does. The book is set in like Kentucky. Oh, the movie I believe is set in like somewhere north, like mm. like Washington or oh, something yeah, like that. Because the they movie. filmed it in Canada, so they set mm-hmm. it like in like Washington. I mean, or that makes sense given like what I've read of the setting. Yeah. In the book, yeah. but yeah. interesting. Um, but apparently, it's just not really. Oh. So I guess it just fell out of fell, fell out, out of favor. fashion. Yeah, yeah hmm. for whatever reason. Poor um, Rambo apple. It says medium, sometimes large. Apple has a distinctive flavor and aroma. Very versatile. Can be has been rated very good to excellent for fresh eating, cooking and baking, jelly and drying. That's everything oh, you yeah, do with that's, apples, that's all except for maybe juicing things. like or or making uh, cider. But yeah, weird. Anyways, there's your app, uh, Rambo Apple Hour. Uh, that's it for our first blood book facts. Let's go ahead and talk about the movie. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? You send that many, don't forget one thing. A good supply of body bags. Sylvester Stallone. This time, he's fighting for his life. First Blood. First Blood is a 1982 film directed by Ted Kocheff, uh, who also directed Weekend at Bernie's, uh, and he was executive producer on all of Law and Order SVU. So hmm. there you go, and directed handfuls of episodes. Uh, the film was co-written by Stallone as well as two other guys who didn't have Wikipedia pages, so I assume they're not very well known. Maybe this was like their only script. This script had a ton of passes, but I, th- I think I may talk about that later. Kochev had been approached about the project in 1976, but only came back to it after investors offered to finance another project of his if he directed First Blood for them. Uh, and then Kochev brought on Stallone, brought Stallone onto the project, and then Stallone wrote this, rewrote the script, and it had been rewritten like dozens and dozens of times, and he rewrote it a bunch of times to finally get it to where they wanted it. So two endings of the film were shot. Apparently, one of those is closer to the ending from the book. And one uh, is a very different. I didn't. I tried to avoid details on this to see when we get to the actual episode the differences and what happens. I think I know. I think I've heard. I've heard this just through the grapevine before in life. I think I know how the movie ends versus what happens in the book. Uh, but they apparently shot both endings and then used one. Uh, during production, over fifty of the firearms that they were using for filming were stolen halfway through production, which is not. Ideal. Not, not good. Uh, so this is this is interesting. The first cut of the film was over three hours long. And according to Sylvester Stallone, it was so bad it both made hit both him and his agent sick. Stallone actually, this is a story they tell, wanted to buy the film so he could destroy it, thinking it would end his career. They then re-edited the film, and the movie was cut to 93 minutes. They filmed a new ending, uh, and then the movie was released. Wow. <laughs> 
And then it was a hit financially. Uh, it received mixed reviews, but not like bad reviews, just kind of mixed reviews at the time. Uh, Leonard Malton, a famous movie critic, gave the film one and a half out of four stars, saying it throws all credibility to the winds about the time Rambo gets off with only a bad cut after jumping from a mountain onto some jagged rocks. So apparently it strains credulity at times, <laughs> according to Leonard Malton. But uh, in 2008, Empire named it to its uh, named it number 253 on its uh, it named it its 253rd greatest movie ever on its 500 best movies of all time list. And contemporary reviews of the film have been a lot more positive. After there was a DVD re-release in like 2009 or something, uh, we got a new wave of reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes. And those reviews, I think there's like roughly 60 of them. It, it has an aggregate score of 87% fresh. So it's looked on much more fondly than it was at the time. But it didn't get like bad reviews mm-hmm. at the time. It just got more middling reviews. Uh, this is a fun fact. Sylvester Stallone accidentally broke the nose of Alf Humphreys, uh, who plays Lester, during the jail escape scene by elbowing him in the face. And this is why we see him wearing a Band-Aid throughout the rest of the film. And I want to talk about this during the main episode because apparently that's a thing he actually does in the book is breaks that guy's nose, but it wasn't, hmm. or something like that. I read some, it reflects something that happens in the book. I don't know, when he escapes from prison. Uh, and then finally, the movie popularized the knockoff hollow-handled survival knife, uh, the the Bowie knife that he uses with compasses in the pommel, and they, they sold like gangbusters, gangbusters for a long time after that. So Interesting. His distinctive uh, survival knife is, a. we'll see. It's in the movie. It's very popular. Hmm. We'll see if it was in the book. I feel like we should like be trotting this movie out as an example when people complain about like reshoots oh yeah no it's been happening forever it's yeah forever this movie also i read it was the original budget was like 10 million but it due to extensive reshoots and all kinds of issues it, it the budget ballooned up to like 17 million mm. literally almost doubled the budget because of reshoots and re-edit you know re- more production time for recutting it and all that sort of stuff um so yeah that's been happening forever and it and now it's just part of the deal and it's totally yeah. <laughs> it's totally normal but those are our fun facts about first blood uh well we've both never seen this movie so and you are about halfway through the book or so yeah i'm like and a little more part. than halfway yeah uh so you'll be wrapping that up and then we'll be watching that this weekend and in uh, one week's time you'll get our opinions on first blood this will be the only f- i think i actually saw the 2008 rambo movie and it's like the only one i've seen which i think is just called rambo if i remember correctly i think i've seen that one but i've never seen any other ones so i'm interested to see what the fuss is about if it's any good uh i have a feeling it'll probably be pretty good i think it's gonna be interesting but you'll we'll see until that time uh guys got time about everybody else keep reading books keep watching movies and keep, keep being awesome, awesome.